I'm Molly Marie Buckley, the current Miss Intercontinental Wales 2019-2020 and the brand new Miss Eco United Kingdom National Director. And today I am discussing going from Queen to Director. Welcome to Pageantland, the UK's premier podcast for all things pageantry with your host Jessica Barkley. Here you'll find guest experts, past, present and future queens, plus my own personal insights into what it's like to follow your pageantry dreams. So whether you're hitting the stage for the first time, looking to up your game or even after some inspiration to follow your own dreams, I hope you will find something here for you. I'll ask the questions you're too embarrassed to and get real about the highs and lows of pageantry. If you enjoy this episode, please give us a share on social and pop me a review on iTunes. Now strap on those heels and let's get into it because we have a lot to cover. Hello, hello, hello and welcome back to another episode. Um, I haven't recorded any of these for a while because I had a bit of time off recording over Christmas. Um, Any of the interviews you've heard since Christmas were recorded before Christmas. Um, So it's a bit odd being like back in like the the interview seat, well, which is sat on my sitting room floor. Um, as as we do um everyone talks about like lockdown they've been in pjs a lot more and i'm like no i was always in my pajamas no one just no one knew and <laughs> 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 um, but uh it, it, we need to look ahead and and hopefully this vaccine will get rolled out and things will start getting a little bit more dare i say normal i just i don't know if life has ever been normal for me so <laughs> fingers crossed we will all get back to pageants land soon and in a safe way no matter how that is and what that new normal becomes when it comes to pageantry but hopefully we can all be together again soon yeah I think it's all gone on a lot longer than than anyone expected um so uh my general plea is as always please stick to the rules they might not make sense they might seem ridiculously unfair but they've all they are all we have right now um so Stick to the rules and at least it hopefully gives the government, I would say at least it gives the government a baseline. If we all followed the rules, they'd be like, they could work out which rules do and don't work. Yeah, exactly. And the basic ones are really just the basic ones. The hands, face, space rule is there to keep everyone safe. And no matter what you think or whether you agree with the government or not, I would always say every single person in the world should want to you know, keep the safety of others in mind and lives are more important. Yeah, definitely. Um, so we oh, am very excited to talk about this because anyone who knows <laughs> me knows I'm a, a little bit of an eco nut. Um, <laughs> very excited to see Miss Eco was coming to the UK. Um, but let's get start with you, a bit of background about you. And <laughs> um, so when and how did you start in pageantry and sort of what have you done today in a in a 60 second nutshell oh gosh that's that's 10 years in a 60 second nutshell let's see how we can do that so I was an actor through and through from the age of five years old I told my mum after my first nativity I want to be an actor I was in a theatre in a rehearsal no in a dressing room getting ready for a panto and one of the girls came in with a local newspaper and said Molly look at this advert I think you'd really love this And it was a regional final for the Miss England heat uh, competition for Miss World. And I thought, well, I've got all these acting things on my CV. Let's try and put something else on my CV that includes being on stage. So I tried it. I caught the pageant bug as we all do after our first competition. And then in my year out, so after I finished my A-levels, I knew I wanted to have a year out in order to get some life experience before auditioning for drama school. And I was volunteering at a wildlife park and I thought, how can I combine that love of pageantry with this newfound kind of urge to learn more about the environment and the natural world? And that's where I came across Miss Earth. I competed in Miss Earth England four years in a row. Uh, No, sorry, five years, but there was a year in between. So I, I did four competitions across five years. And got the opportunity after one of those competitions to travel internationally to the Face of the Universe competition. I represented England in Ghana for a full month. It was incredible. 
then my time at Miss Earth kind of came to a natural close after four times competing, coming second twice in a row. I was sort of like, okay, let's move on to something new, which is where uh, I came across the intercontinental system. Uh, because the director, our fabulous director, Lily, followed me on Instagram just one day when I was kind of thinking, where am I going to go next? What am I going to do? Um, felt a bit lost on my pageant journey and ping, up comes a follow from Miss Intercontinental UK. They had a brand new director. They were on a brand new journey. I was looking for a brand new journey and it just felt right. So I competed in September 2019. I was lucky enough to be awarded the Wales title and went on to compete internationally in December. Had the absolute time of my life in Egypt and loved every single second of it. Love my fabulous UK director. Love my UK sister queens. And that's me up until lockdown <laughs> and coronavirus. And then you literally started living in a nutshell. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> when went from a pageant journey in a nutshell to living in one, <laughs> being self-employed um, and in the arts industry. It's definitely been a lot longer of a lockdown for myself and my partner than I would say for a lot of um, people in other industries. Um, obviously, we have our key workers who are doing an amazing job um, and, you know, some people who can't work from home. Uh, but the theatres are still shut for us. So it is extremely sad. Yeah, no, I am. Um... At least I got a fleeting moment where the gyms reopened and I, I yes. haven't been able to work with any of my clients that I was working with previously because digital doesn't work for everyone and it's not right mm-hmm. and people were didn't have the space and things at home to and or they trained with me because they liked the equipment I had and they don't want to do non-equipment workouts and things mm-hmm. like that and and stuff changes so I've got I've got different clients now and um, who are fabulous that I do digitally but I miss the gym I really like and I'm it sounds silly, but I, I, in my very core soul being, miss. And it's not just going and working out; it's being surrounded by similar people like yourself. Mm-hmm. Like when you go to when you go to work, you're surrounded by other creatives. Yeah, and I miss being surrounded by other people that have this love and this passion and stuff as well. So, um, but it could always be worse. So I'm. <laughs> Exactly. And fingers crossed, both of those industries, uh, whether it's the gyms, the theatres, all these industries that are really struggling at the moment, the beauty sector, all these different things, small businesses, when these restrictions are lifted, when it is safe to do so, hopefully they will be able to bounce back and we can, you know, support small business and those struggling sectors as much as possible because they're our lifeblood as as the UK. You know, we rely on these forms of entertainment or small businesses or, or the fitness industry to, you know, keep us going, keep us entertained, give us things to do. Um, so fingers crossed we can get everyone back on track. Yeah. Now, I've um, it's funny because in first lockdown I put a post up and said I, d- I don't need a night out I don't need a um to get dressed up I don't need a quiz I just need to be able to see the end of it and and mm-hmm. I was really struggling to at the time and was feeling really pants um to say the least and now at least with the vaccine I see the end of it so I am now starting to miss the getting up and getting yeah. up and going out bit um but whereas before I was just like there's no hope the world's gonna end it's all over um, yeah at least now I'm like this feels like an improvement <laughs> <laughs> we're getting there there's a light at the end of the tunnel fingers crossed time like we had no idea they could sort the vaccine out so quickly it's been incredible <laughs> and like massive kudos to all the, the amazing scientists that have worked on that and um, <laughs> but sorry we see we digress we're it's it's part <laughs> Um, but so what made you want to go from competing to become a pageant director? I think from the beginning of my pageant journey, maybe not the first pageant, but after I competed a few times and saw the value that you gained from pageantry, I always had the idea that one day that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be able to give that same value, those same experiences, that same kind of um overall benefit to contestants as well um I was led by fantastic women um I would definitely say that my current director Lily taking on the intercontinental system so young um and doing such an outstanding job with it she was definitely my biggest inspiration because my aim was sort of 
do it when you age out, you know, do it when you finish your own personal pageant journey, do it when you have some more money um, and do it when you feel like you have enough to give. Do you know what I mean? I wanted to have the life experience and, and the pageant experience to give to my future contestants. And it just so happened that after Lily's shining example, the Miss Ecosystem kind of came into my view and I'd been thinking about it for about a year and and it just happened that this was the right time so I think I'd always planned on hopefully eventually becoming a pageant director it was always one of my long-term goals I just had no idea it was going to happen this year it's one of the things people ask me if I'm gonna do that I don't know there's obviously something about me that speaks pageant director and to me I think it's a very admirable admirable position and I feel like it's an incredible experience and an amazing job. And obviously we very much need our pageant directors, but it's definitely not for me. Uh, really? I think you'd be great at it too. I think it's because you're so organised, you're so personable. You can speak so powerfully, but from a point of being yourself as well. Um, and I think you'd be great at it, but it is a lot of organising. my <laughs> first career was as an event planner and I used to plan um, my first proper position I was doing 60 weddings a year plus <gasps> private events um, and I, the idea of running I'd, I'd like to be the person behind the director okay yeah is down the line if there's someone that wants a secret assistant <laughs> <that's there. laughs> well, basically I don't want to have to deal with any of the contestants <laughs> fair enough <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, all of our current contestants are absolutely fabulous, but you know, I'm, I'm sure there are. Um, you know, I've had my days where I've probably sent a director one too many questions, and I could imagine that she might be like, "Okay, Molly, that's enough now." So I can see that. <laughs> oh, like I, um, well, it's a, it's a bit of that. It's a bit of I would really struggle to not have an obvious favourite. Um, I'm just. I'm the, I'm the queen of always saying the wrong thing at the wrong time. And those that know me, luckily, know I do it with, from a place of love. Um, but it would just, yeah, no, I don't feel like it would end well. Um. <laughs> I mean, I, I think you'd be fabulous. I personally think you'd be fabulous. But I, I do know what you mean. I'm, I'm finding my feet as a director at the moment. We had our first ever workshop with our Miss Eco United Kingdom contestants last week. And I was really worried beforehand about making sure I came across as myself, the professional pageant version of myself, because I've always taken pageants seriously. I've, I've always said, it's a job interview. You're going for a national title. You are walking into that, that pageant you know, the best version of you that you can be in order to represent your country. And that's huge. That's a huge responsibility. So you are a, a professional version of yourself, but it's still important to be yourself. And I, I had that worry before we did our workshop, but I kind of, once we were in the workshop and I was talking with the contestants, I, I did find my director self, which was really interesting to kind of feel and find and and able to be myself with them and, and be a human being. Do you know what I mean? Like we're not these pageant robots or pageant director robots. We are still ourselves. So I still think you'd be great at it. And and you know what? You know, we say what we feel and we we say what we think and and as long as we say it with our heart, that's that's all we can do. I feel like I'll get away with my personality translated into a director. I'll get away with it a bit more when I'm maybe like 60, 65, <laughs> and I can play the slightly nuttier older generation. Not old, 65 is not old, but um you're much you're then predominantly older than most of your contestants. And at, at the moment, yes, like yeah. too on par for my personality to translate well as a director. <laughs> <laughs> well I disagree I believe in you but that's you know if that's how you feel then then that's okay <laughs> maybe, maybe one day but yeah I think it was is it the Miss, Mrs World UK directorship or something it was some one of the big ones came up and I was like heck no everyone was, I think you should so <laughs> No, it was a massive one as well. And I was like, no, 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 no. Like, I would not be taking <laughs> I think it also, it also, it, it also has to be the right time for you. Like, I massively attribute the fact that I had the guts to just go, yes, let's do this, to the fact that we were in lockdown. 
the fact that we were like just coming out of lockdown when I when I started the first lockdown and I thought okay well if I'm gonna do something that's gonna take this amount of time I may as well do it now yeah it fitted it was I mean it was the same with with pageant land with us turning into a team and things like that we've been able to utilize mm. this time and get the infrastructure in place whereas if that we'd also been trying to cover all these events happening it'd have been a lot yeah. of hot mess than it has been and it seemed I, I hope it seemed to most people very organized the website took a little bit longer but who gives two hoots um <laughs> I was I was trying to build it and grow a human it's like get, get, get over it um so it, it's we've we made the most and utilized the time and got our infrastructure in place and our, our social media mm-hmm. has like skyrocketed it's amazing um and it would have taken probably three or four years to do what we've done in the last six months had we not been in lockdown so um sort of find the silver linings didn't you yeah, exactly. And personally, I'm absolutely loving all of the pageant land content at the moment. I'm loving seeing all the team. I loved seeing all the team members being announced um, and all the little introductions. I think that's such a lovely idea. And like your team are so lovely. Like sometimes I'll message and then they'll be like, oh, by the way, this is this person just letting you know. So, you know, you, you know who you're speaking to and everyone's so brilliant. And I think like the TikTok content that's going to be coming out and things like that, it's all really exciting. We, we need to get better because for a long time it was it was predominantly me replying to the Instagram messages which is our Instagram DMs is probably the where the most action happens um mm. and I forget all the time Felicia's much better she'll put Felicia on the message um <laughs> I sometimes put a J but um someone will message and both of us will reply very much the same literally within seconds of each other and it'll be like <laughs> oh there's two of us here like hi <laughs> you can have loads of people logged in in different places we're getting better with that but um it's yeah it's a lovely and actually well by the time this goes out we will either be looking for a new member or we will have a new additional member um can I ask when this will be going out just because I've got something that I might announce depending on whether it's been live on our social media or not so when will this be going out this is going out on uh my schedule up a second ago the 20 I want to say the 26th 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 of this month amazing okay so there will be something I'll be talking about later on (laughs) (laughs) I should have told you that beginning I was like because yeah like sometimes I do record um like three or four months ahead of time um, yeah <laughs> which can get a bit confusing <laughs> oops uh so what so you said why you wanted to become a director but what mm-hmm. made you select Miss Eco like how did it sort of come onto your radar and what uh, particularly appealed about becoming part of that family so I think with my Miss Earth journey being such a big part of my pageant journey and with an eco focus being such a big part of like my passions and my interests and my life I always wanted to find a system I think that was always in the back of my head a system that had a really strong advocacy a system that I could see as being really worthwhile I think a lot of the pageants here in the UK are brilliant because they have brilliant things that they advocate for and that's what I wanted to find Miss Eco first came onto my radar when I was competing again in Miss Earth 2019, no, no, 2017. And I met one of the contestants in a coffee shop beforehand because I was training in London and she just happened to be coming to London for a job. So we met for a coffee just to chat before the pageant and to get to know each other. So we'd be friendly faces at the pageant and it was lovely. And she mentioned that she'd previously competed because we were, you know, talking about our pageant history, that she competed at Miss Eco International. And I thought, now I've heard of that before, but it's never really been on my, you know, total radar is it's never been, I've never researched into it. Um, So I started looking into it and, and loved the system. And there it was placed at the back of my mind thinking, you know, if, 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 if I ever, if I ever get the chance to be a director, that might be, you know, the system that, that is the system of my dreams. Um, But I was still on my own journey. I was still on my own competition journey and my acting journey and didn't feel that I was in, in the place yet to be able to take on that kind of responsibility. So yeah, it must've been July, 2017. Then 
in January of this year, my lovely friend Charlotte, who is our current Miss Eco United Kingdom, announced on her social media that she had been awarded the title. She was helped by the fabulous team behind Missology UK uh, with the application through the international competition. So she announced that she was Miss Eco UK and it just instantly put the pageant back on my radar because... I know Charlotte very well. I trust Charlotte's opinion and seeing her journey got me really excited about the competition again. And like I say, it was it was towards the end of the lockdown, maybe June, July time of this of last year um, that I, I was feeling ready for something, feeling ready for a new new journey um, and like a new baby. Do you know what I mean? Something yeah. that I could really get my teeth into, something that I could really work for. Um, and so not not knowing, you know, I, I, I assume that Charlotte just um, applied to the international competition. I, I, I didn't know whether anyone else was interested in the system or not. I just sent the international organization an email and I waited and I waited about three weeks and I, I kind of twiddled my thumbs and and paced backwards and forwards occasionally and thought, oh, OK, maybe, you know, maybe it's not available or maybe they're not taking on national directors at the moment. And then I just thought, you know what? No, I want this. So I sent them a message on Instagram, instantly got a reply within about five minutes. And um, they said the license was available. I was, you know, welcome to it. You know, have a phone call with us. You know, let's ask some questions backwards and forwards. And within about a week, I'd signed the contracts and I was officially awarded the license. And it all happened so quickly. Um, and I remember the day that I, I signed the contracts, I rang Charlotte because she had no idea. I hadn't mentioned it to her. I hadn't, you know, uh, asked her about it. I can't. <laughs> Sorry, that cut out. I missed what you said. Hi, now I'm your director. <laughs> well, the, the thing was, um, the way I'd kind of, um, spoke with the international organization was that I was going to take on the directorship from January 2021 and Charlotte was supposed to compete in September 2020 so I didn't feel like I was kind of you know going to be forcing myself upon her if you see what I mean uh, so I just rang her and I was like this has happened you know I've been offered it I've taken it I'm very excited. I'm very nervous because obviously I've known Charlotte since 2017 since we competed together and I was like um, and I was about to ask her, you know, will you come on board and be one of our like, you know, previous queens? I, you know, I'd love to. And literally, as soon as I said I'd done it, Charlotte was like, oh, my goodness, do I get to do a handover? Can I come to the finals? And I was like, phew. <laughs> I was literally like, yeah, so relieved to have her support. And, you know, we talked backwards and forwards. And I said, I'm going to come in September to internationals. I'm going to support you as both your friend and the future director. And that's why I plan to launch the system in October so that Charlotte would have gone to internationals and then I could announce. And then obviously more restrictions happened and the international system got moved. So then there was another phone call with Charlotte where I was like, so now that you're competing in March and, and I'm technically the license, well, I was already the license holder, but, but um, you know, had signed the 2021 contracts. So I was like, do you want to be my queen? <laughs> she was like, yes. <laughs> and it was brilliant. And I, I just feel so lucky to have been awarded this opportunity, this responsibility that the international organization have trusted me um, and that I get to work with someone as fantastic as Charlotte, such a brilliant role model to all of our contestants. Um, and I can see big things in Charlotte's international journey. I cannot wait to attend internationals in March with Charlotte because... Are they you know, still looking at March? Does that still... Because, oh, well, I mean, who, who knows with the world at the moment mm. but, but that's that's still the plan yes that is still the plan currently Egypt is um I would say COVID stable in the sense that their cases are low in in Egypt at the moment they have the right precautions put in place obviously we are going to adhere to every single guideline that the UK government you know suggests we are not going to as an organization we're not going to put Charlotte at risk or ourselves at risk um the COVID safety measures and the security and, and health and safety of ourselves and of Charlotte are the utmost importance um, but we are just crossing our fingers that because, you know, this is this is for work, this is travelling for work, um, it is for a work opportunity that Charlotte will be able to attend internationals in March. That is still the plan. Um, again, abiding by all the regulations and restrictions and things like that. Um, 
and going getting somewhere safer than it is here so <laughs> exactly exactly and as long as you know Charlotte can get a Covid test and and you know t- uh, test negative and things like that but also we're crossing our fingers that myself and our UK contestant coordinator can fly out there for the final week and support Charlotte because you know we really want to be there I really want to meet the international team in person as I say I'm very close with our uh, previous Miss Eco United Kingdom 2016. I've had her advice. I've had her input. Um, she was actually the, the the first person I rang when I was offered it just before, like the day before I signed the contracts. I sort of thought I need to know as much as I can about this international organisation before committing to this. I want to know that you know this is a trusted organisation, and, and everything that I'd received from the organisation themselves showed that. But I just wanted to make sure that I had someone's personal experience as well. She spoke very highly of them, so I, I have every confidence that the event will be held in a COVID nineteen safe manner, um, and that the health and safety of the contestants will be put as paramount. So, fingers crossed, touch wood, the UK will be on that stage in March. Because I'm, um, my platform, as some of you will know, is care what you consume. I uh, during lockdown transferred my platform over and felt a bit more authentic with the world as it was and with myself. And um, and I've teamed up mm-hmm. with Charlotte as Miss Eco UK and Miss Earth UK 2020, and we're running <laughs> Care What You Consume Month in February. Amazing! Um, we're so excited. We'd like undenarred between being February and March, and Charlotte's like, "Oh, I'm competing in March." <laughs> but being Charlotte, she's like, "That doesn't mean we can't do it. It's just I need to plan a bit more and have a few more things that would be auto posted because I might not be able to get, like." do yeah. it while not that she wouldn't do anything while she was internationals exactly Her, as much <laughs> charlotte's charlotte's worth work ethic is ridiculous she will just work and work and work and work and i feel so lucky that because I, I, you know, I took on the license in July. Charlotte was awarded the title in January. Um, and so many people have said, aren't, aren't you so grateful that it's someone that you know? And I'm like, I'm so grateful that it's someone that works so hard, that's an excellent, excellent representative for the United Kingdom, you know, that's able to just keep going. Because, you know, they were supposed to hold the internationals in March 2020. Then in September 2020. Now it's March 2021. The international organisation are working exceptionally hard but it means that the national queens have had to work exceptionally hard as well. And I'm so proud of Charlotte. She is, she is phenomenal. Your, your queens are your, the, the biggest asset as, as far as I'm concerned when it comes to promoting your system. I don't think yep. it, 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 having, I'm trying to find the right words. <laughs> great social media is, is brilliant. Having a great website is brilliant. And um, mm-hmm. nothing speaks louder to me about, um, whether for me personally whether it's a system I want to get involved with then if the queens are really active and Mm -hmm. and out there and um and doing doing lots and I can be like that's the kind of queen I want to be I can see I can see a place for myself in that system yeah Um, absolutely and it's like it's just yeah I I think that Charlotte is yeah she's she's so much fun like we did when we did the first course (laughs) about care what you consume I mean it went on for hours like <laughs> not three women really impassionate about the environment coming from completely different knowledge spectrums as well and mm. I mean we had so many ideas for things we wanted to con- like have as part of the month and um, and we had sort of a base level plan which is unfortunately what we were only managing our base level plan uh, for this year because we wanted mm. to plan based on if we ended up in back in full lockdown, which is how we are going to be. And mm-hmm. then we had all these additional things. But it's nice because next year we can do some of the additional things and, and the year after we can add a bit more in and, um, and sort of make it a thing. We want to, it to be a thing we do every year um, yeah. and get the whole pageant community behind it. But um, just like so many ideas, and she's like, right, I'll go off and do this and do that and do that. And, 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 and <laughs> so... Nothing I love more than working with other proactive people. <laughs> exactly. And and just as we speak, she has sent me a nine minute voice note. <laughs> Honestly, she's brilliant. Um, she's a director's dream. We have wardrobe consultations like constantly. She's always throwing ideas and bouncing ideas around. And we have so many plans. So we're very excited for the future of Miss Eco UK under 
Charlotte's reign and and into the future and and having Charlotte's support for the future is is really important to me. We obviously knows we're talking about. She sent you a nine minute voice note, and I have uh, six messages from her. <laughs> <laughs> she knows she wants to be involved. <laughs> um, what do you personally love about Miss Eco? What makes the the actual um, the title the the system like really really speak to you? Mm-hmm. I love this question. I think the obviously the first thing that struck me about eco is that it's got such a the international system has such a strong advocacy. Um, when they sent me the director's contracts and information, a lot of it was about the health and well-being of the girls of the national queens, and I think that's so important. I love that eco is a women's beauty pageant run by a woman. Dr. Amal is a force of nature. She is such an incredible international director. Um, She's so involved. She's so hands-on. She's so supportive. um, And she's just brilliant. I I love that she is the leader of this system and that, you know, she's guiding all of us. I I think that's really valuable to have a, a woman at the helm. I think it's brilliant. And I also love that with eco, so from from my own opinion, I think a lot of the, you know, bigger international competitions, for example, Miss Universe, you see a lot more, um, I don't want to say sexiness, but it's kind of a lot more sensual, the gowns are, are more of feeling and clingy and stunning and, and their walks are on fire. And, and, you know, that's the kind of confident and sexy women that, that walk the universe stage. And then the Miss World stage is so demure and classic and, and powerful from, you know, a boss lady kind of way. And, and those two systems have their styles. What I think I love about Eco is that when you watch the international finals, which I've just watched hours and hours of their international <laughs> finals on YouTube, I, I love it. Their shows are phenomenal. Um, when you watch their international finals, there's such a mix of girls, especially in the evening gown round, of contestants who are just showing themselves and being their authentic self, whether their walk is more sexy or more elegant and classic or more fun and flirty and and or more eccentric and over the top like I think it's a real mix and I think the national queens can really be true to themselves in that sense within the competition and that's what one of the other things I love about Miss Eco. I'm I'm so excited excited to see Charlotte compete and so excited to see the system grow in the UK and I just can't wait I just know it's going to be really well organized under your leadership which always appeals to me anything that's organized (laughs) my heart um so who is Miss Eco UK for what sort of ladies um can can apply things like that Mm -hmm. So currently we are running for our our May 2021 Glittering Grand Finals. Uh, We are running our Miss category. The international competition's only requirements are that our Miss contestants have never had children nor been married and that they are under 28, so i.e. 27 years old, in the January of the year of the internationals so for example our contestants that will be competing in May of this year must still be 27 in January 2022 because they will be competing in the March 2022 international competition so that's our current uh, criteria for our contestants however we might be expanding some categories very soon. I'm gonna I'm gonna withhold the exciting announcement as it will go live on our, our social media in the summer. We are going to be expanding some categories because I personally want to be able to give as many women the opportunity to compete and be a part of our Miss Eco UK family as possible. So that's all I will say for now. Um, just to let you know, you know, whether Miss Eco is the system for you. Um, we often have a lot of questions in our, our DMs and in our emails about not feeling like women, like the, the someone might message us and say, I don't feel like I know enough about the environment or, you know, I'm not earthy enough in inverted commas. 
And I just want to really squash that kind of self-doubt because I'm not an eco-expert. I'm on my eco-friendly sustainability journey, learning as I go, making small changes, making mistakes, you know, doing different things. I make all the mistakes. <laughs> exactly. We, we do. We're learning. And that's the thing. And that's what I always say. Whenever we get questions like that, I always say to be a part of Miss Eco UK, all it is, is that you need to be have an interest, have an interest in the environment or in being more sustainable or in helping, just in helping, have an interest in helping, have a desire to learn and, you know, want to be involved in a system that's going to help you grow, that's going to help you have something to advocate for. We, you know, I I ask these questions on our social media um, and I'm going to read them out now. So it's, have you ever wanted to travel the world? Do you have an interest in other cultures? Do you enjoy being on stage? Would you love a confidence boost? Do you love animals? Do you want to learn more about the environment and sustainability? Do you love fashion and makeup? Do you have a platform or a message that you feel needs sharing? Do you want to raise money for charity and awareness for causes close to your heart? Do you want to gain valuable interview and life skills? And that's what I personally think is so important about pageantry. And would you love to be surrounded by a group of women who have the same goals and lift each other up? And if you answered yes to any of those questions, then Miss Eco United Kingdom is for you. Because our motto is courage, beauty and sustainability, because that's what we are looking for. We are looking for women with courage who are beautiful inside and out, who radiate their beauty and give it to others and who, you know, help and support others in in that kind of way and who are interested in sustainability, who are interested in bettering their own practices, helping businesses better their practices, advocating for a safer, cleaner, greener world. So, Although we are Miss Eco UK, you don't have to be an eco expert or be in inverted commas earthy to enter. We're looking for women who are green goddesses, glam and interested in helping, like a a whole package. I personally find it much more inspiring um, to be uh, more environmentally friendly from those that are on the journey and in the journey. I Mm -hmm. mean, before we got on sort of actually hit record we just uh, 45 minutes Um, and and, and one of the things and you brought up about the vegan kind box and straight away I'm like on the website looking and we're we're both like they're going oh my god this is the best thing since (laughs) sliced bread and getting super excited over an eco egg and and I'm just like sometimes when you speak to people that are a bit too far not a bit too far down the journey but a bit further than you are they're like oh my you, you use laundry detergent like <gasps> how dare you how dare, and it's how, like oh how dare you do that how why oh how, how dare you even like question whether vegans should eat honey like where it's like yeah I just wanted to have the discussion so um yeah I get a lot more from people that are on the journey and maybe mm-hmm. a few steps ahead or on a parallel path Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think it's really important that we all help each other do you know what I mean we want contestants to enter who are at all points in their eco journey at all points in their pageant journey our current contestants are go from complete newbies never entered a pageant we're the first pageant they'd even heard about to you know seasoned contestants who've been competing for years and and that's what we want because we all need to learn from each other we all need to be able to lift each other up and and that's why I call us a Miss Eco family because I'm going to learn things I already am learning things from our contestants from the things that they're advocating for and sharing and their pageant experiences as well and I think that's so important within a system is that we all support each other and no one feels like, oh, well, I know less than than you know. So now I'm judged for that. I, I, I That's the last thing I would ever want. I love I love pageant newbies. I love it when they message me because they always come out with a new question I didn't think of. Yes. Which usually sparks a podcast episode. Um, <laughs> also, it, it gets me thinking about it. And they're like, oh, is this a thing in pageantry? Or I've just seen someone saying that, they do this what does it mean or like a mm-hmm. term what does it mean and um, it's like one of the things I was learning about um was it an early lockdown it might have even been 
before this whole COVID thing happened, if there was that that time. When, when was that? And <laughs> um, when someone asked, um, "Do they? Do I? Does anyone know any good charity pageants?" And one of the ones I commented isn't a charity pageant. It's a. It's it does a lot for charity, um, oh. but it is a contractual pageant. And I mm-hmm. said, "Oh, what about this one?" And the director was like, "No, no, we're contracted. We're not a charity pageant." And I'm like hang on a minute, what's a charity pageant then? And I, yeah, what does that mean? I'd been competing for like, well, four or five years. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought if the charity was like the main focus, if the main reason for competing was a specific charity, then it was a, a, a charity, charity pageant. pageant. Yeah. And if it went to an international, it was a national pageant, mm-hmm. national only but didn't have a photo. And then I started like, yeah, just, it just completely <laughs> belief structure. Um, and then also we did um, an episode a few months back uh, talking about how we grow the industry. And we got into kind of that discussion of you refer to it as a big pageant or a small pageant. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what is a big pageant? And basically all of us in, in the call would have given a different list when they said what a big pageant is or what a small pageant is and it's like you can start saying contracted and non-contracted yeah because that's a term that isn't used very often but again from being a national director that's something that I've had to kind of think you know obviously our our pageant is contracted we go to an international finals so then thinking oh yeah there is a difference between contracted and non-contracted and something that we have complete tangent but I'm good at those and something that we have very exciting within Miss Eco UK is that our first and second runners-up will be contracted titles as well I love that because um international yes the international international and it's the top five yeah uh, exactly and uh, also we're we're running on we're we're kind of looking at other national systems for other pageants that do really well and that you know get a lot of support and that that you know their contestants have a really good experience and a lot of con- competitions in you know Thailand the Philippines Brazil Colombia their first and second all the way up to their fourth or fifth runners up will spend a few months being contracted to that system and you know having that as a title and and I want our first and second runners up to feel so proud of their title of their sash of their crown and to come to appearances they get a winner's photo shoot as well so we we didn't contract them for a whole year as I am well aware that so many pageant girls you know compete several times in the year or um you know a couple of you don't want to you don't want to not have won and then age out of being able to yes I don't want to restrict them in any way um and say you know you must give us a year um so it'll be uh, either a three or four month contract we're just working out the the kind of idea of it at the moment but they will be like our our queen's court so the the three the miss eco uk our first and second runner-up they will have their winners photo shoots together their their video shoots together they will come to appearances and, and events with us and they will be our queens as well because internationally that's a lot more commonplace than it is here in the uk i i believe i could be uh, so, yeah, I was sorry. Um, I before I lose this train of thought because it's that point in the evening. <laughs> <laughs> you do feel um, you work really, really hard, and the top three, and um, mm-hmm. sometimes even the top five, it can feel um, like different. Different judges, same day, different judges, different, yeah, different group, whatever. It could have mm-hmm. been a different winner, and um, so it's all it's so close. It's um, and you've worked all worked so hard, and then when you don't win it's it's like you're just dropped and mm-hmm. everything you did was was pointless and worthless mm-hmm. because whereas if they're like this concept um it, it's like there's a bit more I guess gratitude from your system mm-hmm. and and a bit more of reward for for all the effort you put in yeah and I think I think gratitude and reward are, are brilliant words um, because our first and second runners up, if they so choose, will also be gifted free entry to the competition the next year because we want to celebrate and you know um, and reward their achievements and let them know that they are valued and and all of our contestants are valued and and we are a Miss Eco UK family Um, and so that's why we've chosen this you know three title 
contract our Miss UK UK who will be contracted until the 2022 finals and then our first runner-up and second runner-up who will receive a fabulous prize package and a either three-month or four-month contract we're just I'm, I'm kind of toing and froing because I'd love it to be four months because I want them to come to you know as many events as we can and to be able to do lots of things together but I also don't want to hold anyone back if they want to go and compete for a different system or if they have another opportunity so I'm just sort of umming and ahhing between that at the moment but I just really want like correct me if I'm wrong or, or anyone if anyone comments somewhere where this is posted correct me if I'm wrong but I believe that we are the first UK system to be doing this to be contracted about it but I have I I'd only heard about international international the miss mm-hmm. the actual international for miss international doing yes it. I'd never even heard about any internationals really doing it mm-hmm. um, and I think uh, yeah I think it's abs- I think it's really really lovely Thank you. The Miss the Miss Earth system do it as well. I know that for sure. Um, my main sort of inspiration for it was um, Miss Universe Thailand and how their you know Queen's Court of five of the girls, the winner and four runners up, all go to press days and events and and photo shoots together, and they're a real sisterhood. And it really inspired me to go. That's what I want for our system, and I really want to be constantly leveling up Miss Eco UK, doing innovative things, running you know, the same kind of um, pageant that all the fabulous pageants here in the UK do so that the girls really get that, you know, UK pageant experience, that pageant weekend that we all know and love, but also doing innovative things and, and following the lead of really brilliant other, you know, national systems from other countries, because um, I definitely think we can take inspiration from that. And I'm very excited to have our three, three crowned winners. Well, we could talk forever, but I'm going to try and wrap it up and <laughs> let my other half back in the sitting room. <laughs> How do people find out more and apply to be a finalist? Uh, Jess, could I could I ask for a cut and could I just announce the environment thing? Oh, yes, 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 yes. Um, okay. Or do you want to do that after? Oh no, it, it's fine. I, I will. I will follow on from that that previous thing that I just said. Um, uh, so three, two, one. Now I did just say three contracted winners. So our Miss Eco UK, our first runner up, and our second runner up. However. If you have not seen on our social media, I believe it should have been posted by the twenty sixth of January. Us as Team UK. Our organisation have been headhunted and hand-selected to be the UK official licence holder for a brand new eco-focused international system. So a few weeks ago, well, a few months ago now, I was contacted by the absolutely fabulous Miss Environment International team. They are running a brand new eco-focused and earth-conscious system. They saw our social media, saw our websites. They said that they were incredibly impressed with, you know, what we were running so far and thought that we would be brilliant and we were offered the opportunity to be the UK license holders. Uh, After a lot of consideration and kind of deciding whether this was the right time as well, um, we did accept and we will now at our glittering grand finals in May, be crowning a Miss Eco United Kingdom to 2021 and a Miss Environment United Kingdom 2021, as well as our first and second runners up. So we are going to have two brand new UK queens. I can't wait. (laughs) It's all very exciting. It's all very new. Um, The Miss Environment International Competition is going to be held in Mumbai in November. It's three weeks. Our team will be traveling with our queen for the full three weeks so that we are there on hand for support for this brand new international system. Um, They've got big plans for future years that I cannot reveal, but I know some some destinations and I can't wait. just amazing well how can we apply how 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 do people get in touch (laughs) so uh, our main points of social media the ones that we use are our instagram and facebook and they are both under the names miss eco united kingdom however that will now be changing as we are now becoming an umbrella organization for our two national titles. So by the time this goes out we may now be called this is the first time I'm saying this out loud Mm -hmm. Eco Pageants UK 
will be our new national organization. So that'll be our Facebook page and our Instagram page will be now named Eco Pageants UK. And that's where you can find us. The applications are on our website. There is a link to our website in our Instagram bio and in our Facebook about section. But also if you just go on Google and type in Miss Eco United Kingdom, then the application form is on our website. The website name is going to take a little bit longer to change. So that will definitely still be Miss Eco UK when this goes out. <laughs> and I will, I'll make sure all the links and stuff are in the show notes. So as soon as you've got the new website domain, give me a shout because I can update the show notes as well. And we'll That's brilliant. Done. Thank you. There too. Um, it's been so amazing to have you on. Um, just we yeah we could talk forever like I said we did chat five minutes before this we always do <laughs> I, I need to just phone you randomly and we can just talk on one of my epic walks for miles for mind yes um, let's do that I, I, we can we can put to rails to rights then um, <laughs> thank you so much it's been an absolute delight and yeah I can't wait to see everything grow Thank you so much. And thank you for allowing me this opportunity to sort of talk about it all in one place, uh, to talk about it as myself as well, because obviously I'm behind all the social media and I try and feature on it as much as possible just so everyone can put a, fa- a name, a face to the name um, and, and knows that I'm, I'm here for all of our contestants, all of our future contestants, all of our current contestants, you know, our, our current queens, our future queens, and, and that I'm going to be a very active on hand national director that's my my aim and and what I hope to really achieve is to always be there for all of our our Miss Eco UK family so I really appreciate the opportunity to be able to talk about it at length um and it's lovely chatting to you Jessica as always being on pageant land online is is just my favorite interview to do it's fabulous Thank you for joining me today. I value and appreciate your time so much. It's wonderful you've given some of it to this episode. Please rock on over to our Facebook or Instagram and share your thoughts. And I would love you to give this episode a share while you're there. For any specific links, check the show notes or rock on over to our website, pageantlandpodcast.com for more information about the podcast or how you can be a guest on a future episode. Have an amazing day. And remember, you sparkle your brightest when you're being yourself. See you soon.